welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 927-WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome to 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Got Bowl in the studio with me on this beautiful, beautiful Sunday, or Saturday, I almost said Sunday. Where am I at? Right, yeah, good morning. Yeah, it's definitely a Saturday, and it is definitely a beautiful day out, so it's a great day to clean out your garage or your basement or your closet, any of those drawers that have random things in them. We take recycling up until, we typically try and close our warehouse down about 5 p.m., uh, but we still will accept recycling all the way through until 6 when we close. And you've got some recycling events going on today. Yep, we've got two. We've got one in Booty, Illinois, and then we've got one in New Berlin, Illinois, and both of them are 9 to noon. Ooh, yep. Ooh. If you have any electronics, feel free to take them out to there or bring them to us at the shop. Yep. Bring your your laptops, your hard drives, your old phones. I got to remember to ask Leo about next weekend, the 11th, to see if there's any recycling events or not for the next weekend, because at least on our schedule that we've got at the shop, it says that it, they were available. And I highly doubt we're going to leave a weekend <laughs> that we would be willing to do a recycling event available um, right. because it's after... Uh, Sometime in July, we'll do one, and then that'll be the last one we do all the way through the rest of the summer up until it starts to get a little bit cooler in, like, September. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because you don't want to be working outside yep. with all that electronics. way eh? too hot during the summer for us to have people standing out there, even though, like, days like today when it'll be, like, a nice 80-degree day, right. uh, plenty of sunshine, we'll have tents out there, so our people will be standing at least under shaded shade. stuff. Uh, yeah. he, he always provides, like, Gatorade and water, so definitely we, we take care hydrated. of our employees. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to keep them hydrated. You don't want to get dehydrated out there do, moving all that stuff around. And it is definitely it. a good place to work. We get a oh, ton yeah. of electronics that come in that we can test, and if they're still working, we'll be able to do something with them. Uh, otherwise, we have our museum of stuff oh, up yes. front that is all stuff that's coming down recycling. It's just cool, older stuff that's come in that we grew up with a lot of it, mm. so we don't want to let it go. People always oogle over like some of the the old old games that are in there, and like uh, we've got an Apple II set up behind the cash register uh, that we had powered on. And if we had the five and a half inch floppy that came with the OS, we would be able to install it because we have the floppy, the five and a half inch floppy drive that connects. Uh, it's not serial port; it was actually before that. What was before that? I know. I don't remember. Yeah. Parallel? No. no. I was going to say parallel port, but no. I think parallel port was at least used at that time, but as far as like the the yeah. like uh, the floppy drive, I think that was something else, but that was a little yeah. bit before my time. Uh, yeah, I was, don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember all that either. You had sent me an article about a rare Apple One with oh, the yes. original components yep. was going up for auction, and this was signed by Steve Wozniak. So. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. I mean, that photo, I mean, just it, the memorabilia, you know? Yeah. That is definitely way older than the one that we have available. <laughs> it's not available, but the one that we have in the shop anyways. Um, and it's really cool to see that they've got it up and running and functioning, and it's got all of its original components. Yeah, I mean, not very often you see something like that, especially yep. now. I mean, I mean, when I can't remember when that original one came out. It, it was what? Yeah, I'm not sure Why? either. Yeah. I just remember it said a couple of years ago Yeah, uh, it was Does signed. And that yeah. makes it a collector's item at that yeah. point. It was already owned by an Apple yeah. enthusiast anyways. Yeah. 
They you saw just people, imagine. people collect Apple devices and they were like, let's make them really expensive. And put them online, yeah. you know, make the price go up. Yeah, they had like a $5,000 monitor the last time oh. Apple announced some technology they were coming out with. It was kind of crazy. They've got their big uh, conference this week that's going on that'll right. talk about all the new devices that they're coming out with and any kind of like services that they would be updating. So iOS 16 yep. is, I think, the big rumored announcement. And then if you've got the older devices, probably they'll announce, they'll drop support. Yep. I would imagine the iPhone 7 would be the one on the chomping block, if I had to yep. guess. And the 6S. That and the is 6S. still supported as of sometime this year. We actually had a bit of an oopsie this past weekend, oh, Memorial no. Day. We were swimming at the grandparents' house, and my wife had her phone. It was probably about a foot, a foot and a half away from the edge of the water. But if you remember, it was really windy yes. that day. Yes. So the wind literally blew her phone across the concrete and into the pool. Uh-oh. Yeah. And we got <laughs> it out. I, I tried drying it. We put it in rice. Uh, I think I told her to turn it back on too, too early. Yeah, it was like two hours after it had happened. Uh, she was using it for about 30 seconds or so, and then it started boot looping. Oh, and that's no. all I was doing, unfortunately, was just restarting and restarting and restarting. And oh, no. Yeah. Um, I Time for a new phone. I could definitely bring it into <laughs> work, open it up, and see if there's any damaged components that would need to be replaced, but she, it, it was a 7, um, or it was an 8, I think is what it was. An uh, okay. So she was just ready yeah. for an upgrade anyways. We had a 6S lying around that was just yep. our backup phone in case something like this happens, and as I was looking up information, putting her SIM card in that one, uh, it said in the early parts of 2022, this would be losing service. So right. I imagine that this conference is where they're going to be yeah. announcing 7s and 6s are no longer supported. And then some of the, probably the older iPads, see, we've got a iPad mini 4 and iPad mini 5, so I imagine the 4 is probably on the chopping block because it's about borderline yep. there, too. We get a ton of people who call us for repair to these devices, and we'll right. tell them, yeah, we charge this much and this much for the part to repair it, but this thing is so old it will lose service, and we do recommend putting this money into something a little newer. Yeah, We will tell people that on their computers, on their tablets, on their laptops. If your computer is just so old that it's not going to run efficiently, we would definitely recommend putting money into something else. And we've had people who are like, oh, all I do is my embroidery software that can't run on Windows 10. So this is a Windows XP computer that doesn't connect to the internet at all. I just, I have to have it working with my embroidery software. Oh, wow. So we will typically try and help out if we're able to. Yeah, it's just it's just amazing though how how the technology this changes. You know, yeah. it, it changes all the time. A lot of those like, we'll check in. We'll try and do some work on them. And if we're not able to do anything, we'll just call you and be like, right. we weren't able to do it. There's no charge for any of the services because we weren't able to complete it. Well, that's 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 nice because being local, you know, and you yeah. helping out all your customers like that 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 makes a difference because the big tech companies like. The other guys, Best Buy, I'm, I'm yeah. going to say, they're going to charge you. They're going to charge you probably $20, $25 an hour minimum, yep. and then a service fee on top of that. So, and, yeah. you, and you guys take care of your customers, and yeah. that's the, that's the nice. We definitely have a diagnostic fee, so if we need to like run thorough testing of the hardware or like you bring a gaming computer sure. to us and it's not working correctly and you just need to figure out what pin is in the wrong spot. So we definitely have that diagnostic fee, but it... It, we're able to determine just depending on how much labor we put into sure. it. If it's only in the lab for like an hour or two and it's an XP machine, we're just going to try cloning your hard drive and that's all we're going to do. Right. And it, it's not successful, then yeah, we're definitely not going to charge you that just to make a couple quick attempts at stuff. 
but you yeah. but then you also you sell your your refurb computers yep. and and monitors and anything else that you might need so you could pick up a, a new newer computer than what you've got and yeah some people they're not interested in that new computer because <laughs> they only use it for the one or two things yeah. they need but uh, our computers do come with yeah. our guarantee we the don't BLH for, guarantee we don't charge for labor or any parts in stock for any of our machines we sell and that's for as long as we're able to fix them we had a guy bringing a computer that he bought in 2012 from us wow. and the first thing I said when he was like I bought this from you I was like no you didn't this isn't a model that we sell and I've been working here <laughs> I was hired December of 2012. Oh, wow. So, so right after he bought it. Yep. It was, he bought it in like May, I think. So yeah, it was definitely like half a year before, but I was like, there's no way you bought this from us and like turn it over. And he's like, that's, that's our sticker. That's our wow. BLH sticker. Like that's, and that's one of the old, old, old ones. stickers and it's got the date on it. So I'm like, holy cow. Okay. Well, what's going on with it? And he tells me what's going on. I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll go hook it up. We'll test it out. It had an old 40 gigabyte IDE drive that was going out in it. Wow. We have some in the back. We have like a stack of like five, I think is what we have um, for this reason. Oh. If we can support a BLH computer and you would like us to, you don't care about anything newer. You just, you want, want this computer to work. to work the way you want it to work. Right. I mean, yeah, we keep parts in stock specifically for this reason. So... We don't, desktops are something where the components mix a little bit better than laptops. Oh, yeah. So we wouldn't have like the case of it or anything, but. Some of those laptops are pretty specific to yeah. the, the components and, and hard to work on too. Yeah. If you, <laughs> as I've worked on a couple of them, trying to replace memory or some little things in them and it's like, ugh. and it, if you don't get the screws lined up just right or the, or the uh, connector just right for that screen. Well, if it's you put the wrong screw in, it can yes. puncture a hole through something and yeah. cause issues if you're just, you know, over tightening it. Yeah, we have, we've sold so many laptops and we need to hold on to so many different models to hold components for uh, this past end of winter so after new year's the first couple months of the year uh i typically at least twice a year do a real big clean of rebuild <laughs> where i'll just pick everything up organize it all wipe and every, dust everything down vacuum everything up because that place gets crazy dusty um and was talking to leo about just how many different computers we have and we have this entire back room that was just kind of random it used to be our ebay room when oh. we were more active on ebay and we okay. don't really do a lot of ebay stuff we converted it to our laptop storage room. So we have an entire room dedicated to just uh, older mach or the machines that we're selling that we hold components for. Oh, wow. Well, we got to take a commercial break. We'll be right back on Let's Talk Computer. Welcome back to Springfield's News and Talk with BLH Computers. And there was something we wanted to bring up, the uh, James... Web Space Telescope. Wait, yeah, yeah, thank you. I I keep drawing a blank on that. No I, I don't worries, know what man. I... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just something that I've been following fairly closely. I've been pretty excited about the launch that happened six months ago. Uh, they announced this morning that July 12th, we should be getting the first images from the James Webb Space Telescope. And this is something that has been a decade in the making. Wow. So it's really cool to hear about just all the advancements that this machine has taken, all the calibrations that it's kind of done. It's taken six months to prepare it to a state where it can just now start recording images. Uh, it, set, it sent back its Weird. first test images, but it's uh, almost entirely black with just a couple of white specks on it. And that's exactly what they were expecting. This is an infrared telescope, so it's hmm. going to look at like the cosmic radiation background Ooh. of the 
universe, yeah. I'm really, really excited to see what the culmination of our technology can bring us as far as images from... Uh, th- I know there was a list of the first images that it wanted to try and look at and study, mm-hmm. and I don't think that they announced what the exact first one that they were going to be doing is. Some of the other articles mentioned, like, there were some exoplanets they were going to look at that Ooh. were, like, up to 50 light years away. Oh, wow. And it's just mind-blowing to think that they're we're going getting, to be getting pictures from an image that is far enough away for light to travel in a year given time 50 times over. Wow. So 50 times the speed of light, which is the fastest constant in our universe. I can't even, I can't even like picture that. I mean, yeah. it's just like, whew. Space is so cool. Yeah. And it's one of those just natural kind of, if you like technology, there's a very good chance you like space as well. Yeah. Just yeah. Seeing about some of like the moon landing and all of that sort of stuff is just. It makes you wonder yeah. if there's actually UFOs out there. There very well could be. Or that alien life somewhere. <laughs> I know that there's a lot of theories as far as that goes as to why we haven't found alien life or if we're going to find alien life. And yeah, it's pretty cool to reach some of, or to read some of those paradoxes as well. So. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be really cool just to see the images once they start actually coming back and seeing what's really there and Him. and what it's picked up. So that's just something nifty that I'm excited for. I got a I put a, a reminder in my phone so that when that day goes off, I'll be able to get online and patiently check the the pictures to see what they're uh, showing us. It'll feel a lot like when. Uh, NVIDIA announced their 3080 cards and I was mm. on their website just constantly refreshing and refreshing and refreshing and then when I finally refreshed they said out of stock and I was like oh, oh no yeah. not that so that's something that we've, we're at least at the tail end of we're finally seeing GPU prices back oh, to yep. MSRP so whenever Sorry. I I will I I had enough money saved up to purchase one back when they were announced, and then that happened, and I spent money on different stuff. So I mean, things happened. <laughs> Twelve hundred dollars for a graphics card wow. is a pretty penny yeah, the, for the thirty eighty Ti that I'm hoping to save up and get. But yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of that's a lot of money. <laughs> I've got a pretty high end gaming computer, and my graphics card is really the bottleneck on it. I'm at a sixteen sixty Ti at the moment, but. I would say, yeah, you do a lot of a lot of gaming, a lot more gaming than I, I do. Yeah. I know that. And my graphics card is definitely powerful enough to play almost all the games. I like Ultra Specs and my VR at really high Ooh. resolution. So it's it's really cool to play. Man, the Resident Evil game has just been yeah. terrifying me. And that's something that PlayStation announced as far as their PlayStation oh. update that they did a couple days ago is they oh. are trying to uh, officially release VR versions of Resident Evil 4 Ooh. and Resident Evil 7 and 8 because somebody on the internet made mods for these. So you Might as well do it, make money at it. And that's yep. for the, what, the PS5, right? Yeah, it, yeah well, it's for the, the PS4 and the PS5. Oh, okay. um, PlayStation did announce that they were going to stop supporting so and quote quote the PS4. Four, right. Basically, that just means that they're going to stop making new things for it. They're going to stop selling games for it, which they've right. been still selling games I, there's, for as long as it's been out. I'm going to say it's been about 10 years, I think, according to the article, is when yeah. the PS4 came out. Oh, we got a call coming in. Cool. Let's take that. Hello. Hello. You're on 92.7 WMAY. Good morning. Had a quick question. Sure. I was looking at um, the specs on one of those uh, small mini machines. I was curious what the specs are on that. Uh, I'm pretty sure the one you're talking about is the i7. It's a 6700T, so it's a 6th gen i7 processor. Uh, it'll come with a 256 gigabyte NVMe and either 8 or 16 gigs of DDR4 RAM. Okay. Can that be upgraded to like a 500? 
gigabyte Solid State Drive? Yeah, it definitely can be. It's an NVMe drive. Uh, I believe 256 is the largest that we have available. So that would be something that you would have to purchase, and then we could install and clone your stuff over at no cost. Okay, sounds good. And does it have, I'm assuming it has HDMI and Display Ports both? Yes, I definitely. Yeah, it's definitely got the two Display Ports. I'm pretty sure it has HDMI. I know for sure it has two Display Ports. Okay, and also I have a docking station for for the work computer. I'd be able to plug into that also. Um, I don't think it has any docking station ports. Most of the time, those are for laptops. These are the ones that are designed that there's monitors that come with it specifically, and it's got a little caddy on the back of the monitor that uh, it'll just connect to. Okay, all right. And then one other quick question. I was reading in the paper this morning about the new... Uh, technology where you don't need passwords anymore. It's something you receive a code on your phone. Can you talk about that? Um, yeah, I'll have to look more into that. I know there's always done like two-factor authentication stuff. Uh, I, it sounds like you would have to create a password in the first place, and then they would just use some kind of authentication chip. I know yeah. like Twitch and Steam do something like that, where even if it is my legit account, they'll still send something to either my email or my cell phone, or I'll have to input the code for that. So right. it's just more no, talk about security. getting rid of passwords like altogether. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Google and Microsoft was working on. I will definitely have to look more into that because that's not something that I've heard about. I don't imagine that's going to come to be. Uh, I imagine you'll have to have some kind of passcode to get in anywhere. And even if it's they just send you one of those, just uh, most of the time it just comes up with a temporary passcode and you just put that in. Even that, I, I don't see there being a reason we would go to just that. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for the info. No problem. Thank you. Yeah, we definitely like to talk about security on here and keeping passcodes up to date. So it uh, looks like we got another caller. We got another caller. You're on 92.7 Springfield's News and Talk. Hi. I had a computer question. Sure. Oh, sure. Um, actually, it's software. Um, I used to be able to use my scanner and resize photos and do contrast and that kind of stuff. But when I got a new scanner, those features are no longer there. And I need to have some idea, is there any kind of software that I can get that will just resize, proportionally resize a photo and let you do a little contrast, just, you know, minimal repair, contrast, lighting, that kind of thing, maybe a little color change. I don't know, not color change. But um, I'm doing a scrapbook, and I have a whole bunch of pictures already in my computer, um, but I can't do anything with them. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot of the times printers, they come with just the initial Windows printer software that we'll talk to it in print. You can go to the printer manufacturer's website, and a lot of the time there's additional software that is there. Um, I can't think of what it's called. It's like the Canon Helper app or something along those lines. Uh, that does minimal amount of what you're asking for. There's definitely software you can purchase, like Photoshop, which does absolutely everything and anything you can want as far as photo and video editing stuff goes. Uh, even Windows Paint you could open it up and do at least some of what you're asking for. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely photo editing software available. You should be able to get some for free or there's paid versions. Okay, so you're saying that in Windows Paint, I might be able to resize? Yeah. and then That's just, my main yeah. issue because these are older photos and I want to be able to send them like to Walgreens and print four by six photos. Yep. yep. 
Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. We still have our caller on the line here. Caller, are you still there? Yes. Right. Yeah, as far as uh, photo and printing software goes, the built-in Windows printer uh, software, um, you could set it. There's a percent somewhere right before you click yes, print. You can change, like, uh, the photo uh, quality, whether it's the the glossy paper or regular paper or cardstock, you can change whether it's the the photo tray if you've got a photo printer or just the regular paper print uh, tray, and you can change the percent of the page that you want the photo to cover. So you can make you can usually stretch those images to cover the whole page. I know you said you're trying to print them at like Walmart's like printer with on like four by six pages. Um, I, you would definitely have to open them up in something and save them to that four by six or five by four size. But you should be able to if you go there and print them. There should be a, a like a option, crop? yeah, that lets you crop it to extend it bigger or make cut parts of the picture out um, with older pictures specifically right. if you stretch them too big they can look pretty pixelated yeah yeah okay so how do I make it that new size before I go to that printer software you have to open it in something like paint was one that I yeah, had paint. mentioned to you um, okay paint typically right. you can you can open a new uh, a blank page at a specific size, so you should be able to determine the 4x6 or the 5x4, and then you copy the image, paste it into that. It will cover however much of the picture, of uh, the blank page that is uh, right. the image size, and then you just stretch it to the full thing and then save it. And make sure you okay. save it in the same file format that you opened it in so that it's it doesn't, doesn't get distorted it. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't change it from okay. like JPEG to... Uh, the other ones. I'm, I yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. No problem. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yep. Anybody else has computer-related questions, feel free to call or come in anytime. Phone uh, lines are open, 217-629-7970. Yep. We were talking a little bit about the PlayStation Network and just them oh. dis, uh, discontinuing service for the PS4. and Been out about 10, about 10 years almost yep. now. That's crazy. Oh, we got uh, another question, got question, I think. Yeah. What's your question? Well, my question... Oh. Well, yeah. Hey. Boot me up. <laughs> I think you should be trying. Okay. Uh, my home computer that I purchased, the three of them... No, it's not. I've got... Oh, i got to go over to this one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the computer that I purchased won't connect to the internet now for whatever reason. And the other two computers, it's not the... The uh, router, router, okay. Uh, because the other two are working fine, and uh, I just don't know. It's it's that uh, little black box thing, yeah. the IBM yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what can I do to troubleshoot that to get connected back to the server? Is what it's saying. Disconnected from server, no internet. So you've definitely checked some of the hardware. You know the router's working fine because you've got other devices connected to it. Uh, if it's the cable itself that has an issue, either the end is disconnected or it's disconnected from the computer, that would be something. Just make sure it's connected yeah, yeah. in the back. Yeah. Um, make sure the date and time is correct. That's one of the things that the, 
the computer oh, first yeah. uses to talk to other computers, and you yeah. can have issues if your date and time doesn't match. Um, the next step would be run virus and malware scans. Right. Thank you. No problem, man. And that's what we're here for. We can always check that sort of stuff out. Uh, if it were to happen to be the physical device itself, there's something wrong with the port on the machine. Uh, if we can solder a new port onto that machine, we'll go that route. Otherwise, we have plenty in stock. We would just replace it for you. Sometimes can't updates also affect that too? Yeah. Uh, if, uh, typically, they have built-in drivers that work right. Um, Windows, they definitely, when they release a major update, it can cause goofy stuff to happen. Most of the time, the network card going down is not one of those. Okay. It's certainly not infallible. Uh, sure. We've seen something like that happen where it disconnects computers from the internet and then the next update is what will fix it. Okay. But if you're not connected to the yeah. internet, then you run into issues. But that's more of like a Windows XP, Windows 7 type thing. So Okay, not really with Windows yeah. 10. No, that, that's what he's running is 10. That's right. We'll definitely, he'll bring it in. We'll check it for yeah. viruses and malware. Um, for something like his, we'll probably put, I put Adblock Ultimate on anything that I run Firefox mm -hmm. on. It's just a built-in Adblock that is free. Mm -hmm. It works really well. Uh, it blocks most ads, not all of them. YouTube and Twitch and those kind of services are pretty good about getting around that sort of stuff. Yeah, those uh, ads get to be really annoying. Most, <laughs> most of the pop-up ones that yeah. create a window when you go to it or that redirect you to a new page, most of those it blocks. Okay. And I mean, you'll, you'll see 60, 70 pop-ups blocked oh. on just as I'm browsing the internet. And it's just, I can't, if, if I go to anybody's house, like my parents' house or my wife's parents' house and see like all the 10 different uh, bookmark oh, oh, bars yeah. or like search this bars or click here for free prize bars or whatever at the top. Oh, and then I see all these pop-up stuff. I was like, give me give me 10 minutes to uninstall these things and add an ad block for you so that you don't have to deal with these issues anymore. <laughs> Clean it up. Yeah. And because it slows down the computer too when yep. you have all that stuff kind of running around in the or blocking or popping up there. And The number one reason why I do it besides the pop-ups is you see a lot of major services like Google and DuckDuckGo, where oh. they have ads as their first like two or three searches. Oh. So if you search for something on these, the first couple of ones will say ad right next to it. And if you click on it, it will still take you to where you're wanting to go. But it's like you're looking at that website through a magnifying glass and somebody else holds the magnifying glass. So, so they're seeing everything you're seeing. They're seeing if you were to input in information into it and it's used to collect data on you. Just like the Google... Uh, kind of leads into the next thing, the Google settlement, where yep. you had Google Photos. Yep. Within the last seven years, Illinois has got some pretty strict laws against that. Yep. You can claim your settlement between, what is it, $200 and $400 if I... Yep, and of course, they're always based on however many people join onto right. it. So if, you know, More people it was $100 million, I think, for that one, so if 100 million people join, then they would be, you'd get a dollar each. Right. Uh, we definitely, if you just got money from Facebook, it's the exact same, same sort of thing. They're collecting biometric data on you. So if you have ever been uh, tagged in a photo mm -hmm. on the Google Apps app, the Google Photos app, yeah. uh, and you live in Illinois from the last, I think it was like the last, last seven, years. Five, seven years. Seven yeah. years, I think it said. Yeah. Just go online, sign up for this class action suit. Snapchat is under saying, one as well for the exact same, same stuff. So. Yep, and they're predicting 500 to $1,000. Yep. It's like, what? at what point is our data our data? You yeah. know, when we upload that photo, you know, they're not supposed to be doing stuff with that photo. Nope. We're the ones that are supposed to be and doing... They've
they've been selling it for yes. advertising purposes. So it kind of stinks to think about the $100 million that they're being fined is more than likely just a drop in the bucket for yeah. the amount of money that they earned selling <laughs> our data. So Like a slap on the wrist, you know? Yeah. It's like... I know the EU is trying to come up with new legislation regarding loot boxes because loot boxes are built into video games, and it's just gambling. Oh. You buy a lottery ticket. If your lottery ticket turns into the item you want, congratulations, you got the item you want. If not, buy another one. If not, buy another one. And there are fully-fledged games that you could pay $60 for. Like, FIFA is mind-boggling how FIFA is still... Oh, yeah. People love these games. Yeah, they do. I mean, don't get me wrong. Football is... Or soccer. Soccer. I was like, it's soccer, right? Okay. Uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) Soccer, it's it's a great game, and I I definitely enjoy it. It's... I like it more than most sports, but... uh, And I wouldn't... I I certainly don't mind playing a a soccer-based game, but just some of the money people are having to spend to get the players that you want, to get them to wear the clothes that you want... To get the shoes that you want is just it's just mind blowing the amount of money that people will spend on video games. When and you I get mean, those ha- hardcore gamers, I mean, they'll do they'll do anything. And just I mean, to- I'm a hardcore gamer too, <laughs> so I've spent a ton of money on just like the Magic Arena right. game, which is a digital card game. I mean, I own plenty of Magic cards, but this is just digital only. Hmm. And I can't sell any of the cards either, which is pretty annoying. Uh, and I've spent, uh, I think in the 10 years that I played League of Legends, I spent, I think, $400 on skins. And, of course, that's, you know, like right. 20 bucks a year or something along those lines. So it's certainly, it's it's just a little bit here and there that I, I paid to the game. But, yeah, they got several hundred dollars out of me for just, if I wanted my character to be blue instead of yellow. Oh, or if wow. I wanted him to look like <laughs> a chef instead of the Pantheon, you know, Roman gladiator that he was supposed to be. Or there's one that's a void monster and <laughs> you could make him look like a puppy instead. So, and it didn't affect the gameplay in any way, shape, or form. It's just, just things that make it me look a little bit different. different. My voice lines are a little different. The, uh, the way you throw, maybe? Effects, oh, yeah, sparkle effects? Yeah, a little bit different. So, um, How you walk, maybe, a little yep. bit? <laughs> It might be just slightly different than the next player. Yep, and that's just the money people are willing to spend on video games and the loot boxes, and specifically, they're just gambling. So oh, it's just okay. you can't. At least the things that I'm talking about, I could purchase the things that I wanted directly. Where there's also the option to you know buy a loot box and you can gamble and see if you want to get something random. But uh, some of these games, some of the items, and the items do affect the gameplay, where if you have the pistol as of, opposed oh. to a rocket launcher, oh, wow. obviously the rocket launcher is more likely to yeah. win. <laughs> you can only get the rocket launcher if you open it in this box, and there's a 6% or something chance of opening it. So if you buy 100 boxes, six of them might contain the rocket oh. launcher. Might. Might. There's no might. There's no Okay, yeah. Might. That's a big word right there. And just, they make it... And how much? And you spend tons of money just to get yep. that might option. And I, I understand that this comes to personal responsibility. It's up to me whether or not I'm spending the money on these things. And if I scratch that lottery ticket and I don't get the piece the hundred of equipment dollar. that yeah. I want, it's up to me whether I do that again or not. But these companies have spent a lot of money looking into the psychology of how to just how to how to really get into people's heads as far as like OCD or ADD goes. Right, and just yeah. 
squeeze as much money as you can out of people. You would send me an article about, I think it was Microsoft. Oh, yeah. Uh, is giving a lot of people a $5 credit credits. to their account. To their Xbox account, yes. Well, if the cheapest item is $7. You're still paying 2 bucks. If you yep. want to. And a lot of right. people will be like, oh, I've got that $5 in my account. I, I got to spend know, it. I got to spend it. Yeah. I got to spend it on something. And if I only spend 2 bucks, it's like I'm only spending 2 bucks on you know a $7 item or 2 bucks or if I get $5 off of a $40 item or something. It's But I think their hope is you get that 5 bucks, you're going to spend that $2. Well, then you like it. Then yep. you're going to want to spend another $10 and then another $10. Predatory practices. And then by the time you know it, you're addicted yep. to whatever that item is yep. that you so bought. Like, it's like Ubisoft, Activision, these games are really, really big with the loot boxes where the items change the gameplay. You can get an actual advantage if you spend more money trying to get these items. Um, whereas there's a lot of games who, yeah, just have the skin that just make you look different and it doesn't affect the gameplay at all. So just the game just runs yeah. like normal. Yeah. And as a hardcore gamer, it makes me really sad to think that this is what's being adopted by most of these companies. Because if you don't do microtransactions or loot boxes, you're just leaving money on the table. People want to look different in the games they play and pay five bucks for a horse and oblivion. That's where it all started. All right. Well, horse it, armor. it's let's talk. It's Let's Talk Computers and Internet. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, we were talking a little bit just about uh, the Apple conference that's getting ready to come up, and I think that they're going to be announcing uh, they're using, they've been testing USB-C devices on their Apple products, um, and I do believe this has to go back to, we talk about EU reg regulations quite a bit on here, yeah. and yeah, the EU coming up with regulations that all electronic devices should move towards that USB-C charging port, and that's something I'm fully on board for. Yeah, I am too. I am yeah. too, because so many times you get in the car and you've got an Apple and this person's got an iPhone and this person's got some other kind of phone. Just connection. And, yeah. and none of you have the same cord. Yep. And you're all like fighting to find the, find a cord to charge your phone because it's getting down to like 3%, 2%. And you, you need that juice. Or you got to keep yours with you wherever you go yeah, because exactly. you don't know if anybody's going to have a charger available for you. Right. So, yeah. and it, it gets frustrating. Very frustrating. It's funny to hear that they're doing this, whereas it was recently they stopped including the charger altogether with their various phones and yeah. devices because there's just a surplus of the lightning cords out there. Um, so, that yeah, if you get anything brand new, uh, hopefully it will go more towards the USB-C charger as opposed to the lightning port. Yeah, and I, like I said, it's just it's... It's a good thing. It's a very good thing. And it, it's amazing, too, how it takes other countries to kind of kind of force regulate that, regulate it, yep. regulate the e-waste, because we don't, sometimes don't necessarily think about that here, you know? And so, yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And then we got... Uh, I'm trying to think of the other article. That's all right. We're, we're seeing things like uh, there were hackers that planted a fake oh. VPN on the Google Play Store for Android oh, yeah. devices. That's right. Uh, and it's something that as far as technology and uh, software goes, um, it's hard to what, secure, what's real? keep track of any of this right. stuff. Yep. What's real, what's not real. You know, um, and last week, I think we talked about the uh, music. There was You played a, mu a music tune through your Android device, and it was lined with code that hacked yep. 
yep. through the through your device. Yep. Put malware so on just, it. Don't just click on links that people send to you. Right. I'm still getting those voicemails that are, hey, this is, it's not a solicitation is what they said. Not This is not a scam, but oh. this is not a solicitation. This is a legit, we're trying to collect a debt. We need you to sign for this. Please contact us at this number by the end of the day. They never say what firm they're working for. They never say anything about the yeah. debt being over, or they never say my name at all. And they've given four different callback numbers for the four different voicemails that I've received. So it's just... But you know, it all goes to the same spot. Yeah. Because when you call, if you call it, I, I I have a burner number, so I'd call it from a burner number so they wouldn't get my actual... There's a lot of really cool videos on YouTube right now about people scamming scammers. So yes. people who will call these scammers oh, yes. and they will pretend to be a little old lady or they will pretend to be somebody else. And then one of them was uh, the person who was receiving the call read the f- scammer's real life name back to her. And he also was able to access the video footage from the facility that this person was calling from. It's a giant warehouse full of people making scam calls. So he had video reaction of her reacting when he said her real name out loud and then she got kind of freaked out as you should if you're trying to you scam people. That's crazy. Yep. I, I could So this VPN app, it could very well oh, have yeah. more than likely done what it was saying it does, which VPN just changes your IP address from one to another. It routes you through the internet differently. It covers up your internet tracks. Or it, yeah, your <laughs> internet much better. Um, but it could very well have been collecting data on you at the same time. We, I, I stress how it's it's almost impossible in this day and age to be completely and totally anonymous on the oh, internet. Yeah. We're, there was another article that I was reading about the U.S. government is officially uh, charging a person with uh, insider trading regarding NFTs. Hmm. So somebody was somebody bought NFTs that he had knowledge were going to be on the front page and skyrocket. So within 12 hours, he bought like 47 NFTs and sold them all and made like 10 times the amount of money that he paid for them or something. Wow. Insanely ridiculous like that. Um, and I love, I was reading the article and it said that he did this through a series of anonymous connections. So, really? yeah. So they were able to follow a trail of anonymous connections to point, hey, this person here is doing illegal activities. It's good to see that the government's cracking down on an sure. unregulated market such as NFTs. Um, but it also points to you think you're anonymous online. You think oh, you're you're never you're, you're yeah. never anonymous online. Yep. I mean, you you do something. You're tracked. Yep. Google's tracked you. Somebody's tracked you. Somebody knows yep. what you're doing where you, when you're doing it on yep. your computer. They've they've got you. Yep. Pretty I mean, much no matter what. We even hear things about the dark web, which is just an unregulated oh. internet that uses back channels as opposed to main networks like Amazon Web Services. Um, I mean, if people know what to look at, what device is connecting a bunch of these computers that is on the dark, dark network, so-and-so, you're not anonymous. Oh, and- We have FBI and CIA agents who, that's their whole, that's what they do. They spend time on these dark ridiculous web. forums that people buy and sell drugs or plan, you know, illegal activities on. And Or if they have the data, uh, data breaches and they leak yep. passwords for that username, yep. and then these pl- these places or people, they they say, oh, this username, this password, I'm just going to try a bunch of random sites, see if I can get in onto your your account. We have entire companies, and as far as like Apple goes, Apple has a section in there where if you save any of your passwords to the auto login feature, uh, it will, there's a 
part in the settings where you can go and look at, and it will tell me if any of these passwords have been, been compromised. compromised. Yep. If any of them have showed up in data breaches, or if any of them have showed up on the dark web. It specifies if they've showed up on the dark web. So. Yeah. Companies like Apple have employees who get on the dark web on these forums and just watch to see what people are doing. Right. So, I mean, and kind of double you, it's, a, it's a double check and yep. change your password. If it says it's been compromised, change yep. it. And that's definitely something that I've done. I, there's a couple on there that are like, this is a weak password. And I'm like, I don't care. If it hasn't been compromised, I sh- probably should update it to my more secure, you know, like 15-letter password or whatever. But... But then sometimes at yeah. what point? I mean, you got to remember these passwords yep. too. So it's kind of a it's kind of a catch twenty two in some some cases because it's yep. like if I change it to a fifteen, am I going to remember it, or am I going to have to forget password again, change it again to get I back? I personally <laughs> have a notebook with my passwords written down. Yeah, and that's in you know if something were to happen to me and my wife were to need to have access to my accounts, she has access. Of course, we trust each other fully, so it's not. Yeah, it's not an issue about that if you don't trust your significant other all that much. You think they're going to get on your account and buy something. Or, or check out, see what you're yeah. doing. What is he doing? What is, yeah. What's he buying today? But that's just part of if anything were to happen between right. her and I, she, she has the same thing. She has a notebook with all of her accounts written on it. If anything were to happen, I know where the bills are. I know where her important accounts are. Right. Yeah. He, and keep it keep it locked up or keep it up. Oh. Yep. Well, how, how do they get a hold of you? You can come out to BLH at 1832 Stevenson Drive. We are open until 6 p.m. If you have recycling or repair stuff, come and give me something to do today. Uh, we are we have our Taylorville location, 123 West Main Cross, and our